Welcome to Sunday Morning Devotion on Pratheus Prayer Podcast. I'm Reverend Emily with your word of encouragement on the go. Today's message will come from Psalm 34. Hear now the word of the Lord. Psalm 34 of David, when he fiend madness before Ambimelech so that he drove him out and he went away. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Look to him and be radiant so your faces shall never be ashamed. This poor soul cried and was heard by the Lord and was saved from every trouble. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are those who take refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you holy ones, for those who fear him have no want. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Which of you desires life and covets many days to enjoy good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against evildoers, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord rescues them from them all. He keeps all their bones, not one of them will be broken. Evil brings death to the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. Join me in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, We come before you, Lord God, because we are seeking a word on high from you. Father, as we have come before you, Lord God, giving the first light of our day to you, Father, I just ask on behalf of those under the sound of my voice that you use this moment as you see fit, Father. Speak into their spirits, Father. Speak into their lives, Father. Light them, Lord God, with the gift of your Holy Spirit, Father. Fill them with your presence, Lord God. Wrap your loving arms around them, Lord God. Give them comfort. Give them peace. We ask it all in the name of your Son, Jesus. And we all say, Amen. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. If you have ever been in church, which I know many of you have, beloved, this is a very near and dear gospel song that kicks up. I will bless the Lord. Bless the Lord at all times. Here we see in the superscription, that this is a psalm of David when he fiend madness before Ambimelech. 
Now, while there is a dispute about which king it is, we know from 1 Samuel chapter 21 that David is on the run from Saul. He has captured or he has uh, obtained the very sword, Goliath's sword, and he has run into Goliath's land. He is literally on his way to Gath, hiding from Saul. There's an old saying that says, your enemy's enemy is your friend. But David's in a, in a, a very precarious spot. So while he is on the run, and we know later on, this is before he goes into hiding, in the midst of this, in the midst of pretending to be a madman, David pins this psalm that says, I will bless the Lord at all times. I know we are in the midst of Minority Mental Health Month. And I feel so led in my spirit to share with you a, mer- uh, a message of encouragement to let you know that even when you feel like you are losing your mind, we still have to find a way to bless the Lord because it's hard enough already trying to carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. David knows something about it. He's literally on the run, under attack, on enemy ground, and yet still he is praising the Lord. He says in verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I find it interesting that scholars note that the very word for praise in this psalm and the very word for madness in this psalm are the same. It's the same word in Hebrew. The word in Hebrew has two meanings. I think many of us may have been in situations where we were praising the Lord while all hair was breaking loose and people thought we had lost our mind. Have you ever been there? When you can, the only thing you can do is laugh to keep from crying. Have you ever been there? When all you can do is have a praise party in the midst of rock bottom because you know that there is no other help coming for you. That you too have to look to the hills because you know there's, there's no other source of help. And so you find yourself in the midst of your darkest time, giving God praise. I'm sure we've all had moments where we've been like David, where we had to to laugh to keep from crying, where people thought we had lost our mind because they saw that all hell was breaking loose in our lives. When they saw that we were pressed on all sides, surely she must be dead and and done now. Surely it must be all said and done now. Job knows something about what we're talking about today. Many of us have been in tight spots where you got to throw up both your hands. You got to let go and let God because you don't have a choice. Perhaps that's what David is trying to tell us today. 
that even when you've got to do some things that make you look crazy, and even though sometimes your praise in the midst of trouble makes you look crazy, bless the Lord at all times. Because David has to recognize that this poor soul, he says, cried out and the Lord heard him. Know that the Lord hears your prayers. Right here, right now, know that the Lord hears your prayers. And yes, it takes time for things to work out. But at the end of the day, know that it is going to work out for your good. David says here in verse 4, I sought the Lord and he answered me. And he delivered me from all of my fears. Every time you find yourself in a tight spot, may I remind you to remember the last time the Lord delivered you. When was the, do you remember the last time? When was the last time? Do you remember the last time the Lord did something? There's an old gospel song that says, if the Lord hasn't, don't do anything else for me, he's done enough. The Lord has a track record with you that lets you know that not only are you not alone, not only are you not alone, but God is going to deliver you. If you find yourself in the midst of darkness, know that God will bring you out of this as well. There's a psalm later on that says that even when I make my bed in the depths of Sheol, God is with me. There is no place, no place that you can go, that God can't get to. God will sit with you. God will sit with you right where you are and where you find yourself, no matter what's going on around you, no matter who is encamping around you, know that God is with you right there in the midst of it. No matter what struggle you are facing, no matter if it's anxiety, no matter if it's depression, no matter if it's a chronic illness, no matter if it's cancer, doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter if it's chronic pain, know that God is suffering with you and know that God will deliver you. Know that God hears your prayers. David says, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. When we remember who God is, we have a hedge of protection that no devil in hell can cross. No devil in hell can cross. The weapons, yeah, they will be formed, but we know they will not prosper because the angel of the Lord encamps around those that have reverence for the Lord, that gives God respect, that honors God, that celebrates God, that recognizes that even in the midst of all of the chaos down here, that God is sovereign over everything. David says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are those who take refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his holy ones, for those who fear him have no want. Remember last Sunday we talked about the Psalm 23, the, thir- the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. David comes back in Psalm 34 and says it another way. He says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are those who take refuge in him. 
Oh, fear the Lord, you his holy ones, for those who fear him have no want. He says the young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Nothing good will the Lord withhold from those that love him. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. No matter what you're going through today, no matter what you're going through today, know that no good thing is the Lord withholding from you. Even when the grass looks greener on the other side, God has a promise and a plan for you to prosper you. Prosper you. Not plans to harm you, plans to prosper you. David says in verse 11, Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Which of you desires life and covets many days to enjoy good? You want to know, for most of us, now hear, hear me, there is a difference in the type of help we need when things are are out of balance. We'll talk about that in depth more this coming weekend during our coffee and convo session. But hear me right now. (coughs) There is a difference between the types of help that we need when things are out of balance. God has gifted certain people with gifts and talents. So we need to, sometimes we need to seek the professional help. Realize that in this passage, David is fiending madness, which means this is not real. He's putting on a show. In 1 Samuel, we we hear that he's putting on so much of a show that he's allowing drool to fall down his mouth. He's doing whatever he can to not be killed. This is a bit different for David. David is under pressure. David is on the run. David has has, uh, 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 the world at his back. So he's putting on a show. Some of us are struggling in our lives right now, and it's not a show. It's a real thing. We need professional help. And let me tell you something. That's okay. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with needing to go to therapy, seeking out a good psychologist or psychiatrist. Therapy can save your life because it helps you to keep hold of your sanity. This is there there comes a time when we have to realize this is this is more than a bad day. This is more than than I'm feeling down in the dumps. We have to realize that okay, at this point I need to talk to talk to somebody. I need some professional help. And I don't care what they saying on social media. I don't care what the world has to say about it. I need some professional help. And the things the tools, the coping mechanism, the resources that you gain in therapy save your life. So please, if you are at that point in time, please seek help. Then there are times when it does come down to uh, taking it to the Lord in prayer, making our supplications known. Sometimes it does take us reconnecting with the Lord. 
because prayer does change things. Sometimes the Lord tells you to go to, to therapy too in prayer. Oh yes, oh yes. Because we've each been given gifts according to the grace of our Lord. Sometimes the Lord lets you know this is bigger than, than something that you can do alone. And God sends you to the right place. God will have you looking uh, online and then all of a sudden you feel a, a, a connection, a certain pull toward, toward a certain professional. And you're like, you know what? I need to reach out and talk to this person. That's the Lord letting you know where you can get help, letting you know where the answer to your prayers may lie. Sometimes it may not be what you think it is. And they, that process helps you to uncover what's really going on, what's really at hand. So I highly recommend it if you are at that point. Also, if before you even get to that point, it's good to have someone unbiased to talk to. Know that no matter which path you take, the Lord is with you. Know that no matter which road you take, no matter what the Lord has uh, in store for you, know that the Lord is with you. Because no good thing will the Lord withhold. David says, those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. So then David continues and he says, come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Which of you desires life and covers many days to enjoy good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Because one, what did we talk about earlier? The power of life and death lies in your own tongue. What you speak about others is a reflection of how you speak about yourself. And when you stress yourself out, especially when you're worried about somebody else, you, you are cutting your days short. Because the person you're stressed out about, they ain't even studying you like that. They ain't even studying you. So you're stressed out about them and you are hurting yourself. The power of life and death lies in your own tongue. Something I love about this psalm is that in verse 14, the psalmist declares, seek peace and pursue it. We're always in the process of finding peace. This is it. Peace is not a one time thing. It is a practice. It is a choice. It is like love. Love is not real love if it's not a choice. That's why you have to pick your own spouses. <laughs> I'm gonna preach that another time. You have to pick your own spouse <laughs> because love is not real if it's not a if it's not a choice. And why do we love God? We love God because God first loved us. God chose us. I am your God, the Lord says to the children of Israel. In verse 15, the psalmist declares, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against evildoers to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. Here's the thing. We worry so much about what our haters are doing and we want our haters to know everything that we're doing that we don't even realize that what they're doing is temporary. And what God has planned for you will bless generations. If the plans that God has for your life, the plans that God has for your life 
are to bless generations. That's why the devil is coming against you so hard. That's why the devil is attacking your mind. That's why the enemy is coming against your finances. That's why the enemy is coming against your house. That's why the enemy is coming into your relationships. That's why the enemy is coming against for your children. Because at the end of the day, what God has put deep down in you is meant to bless generations. So the enemy is not even fighting you for you. The enemy is trying to cut off the generations you were assigned to bless. We are blessed to be a blessing. Blessed to be a blessing. And that's not just church talk. That is facts. Remember what the Lord said and promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Generational blessings. Generational growth. Generational increase generations are going to be blessed by the things that God will do through you. Let us continue. In verse 17, David says, when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and rescues them from all their troubles. And then he gives us the affirmation, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Now, now let's keep in mind, this psalm is as much for David as it is for us. David reminds himself and encourages us. He says, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. And here, here's the spoiler alert. Verse 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But Paul lifts us up and says, we know that these are momentary afflictions. But I want you to understand that the troubles that you meet in this life are a part of being in this life. Totally normal. Nothing wrong with you. The enemy coming against you is totally normal. Like I said, he's trying to cut off generations. It's bigger than just you. These are momentary afflictions, Paul reminds us. David says, many are the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord rescues them from them all. The Lord will never leave you or forsake you. Let us keep going. He says in verse 20, he keeps all their bones. Not one of them will be broken. Once again, the weapons will be formed. They'll be formed. (laughs) But they will not prosper. The weapons will be formed, but they will not prosper. He closes. He says the Lord redeems the life of his servants. That's the thing. We serve a God that redeems us. The 23rd Psalm says, which is a Psalm of David as well, the Lord restores my soul. Know that no matter how long it takes you to move forward, God is going to redeem you. No matter how far back you think you've fallen, God will redeem you. No matter how far down you think you've hit, God will redeem you. No matter how broken you feel right now, know that the Lord is close to you and that the Lord will redeem you. No matter what you have lost, 
the Lord will redeem you. The Lord is a rewarder of those. The Lord is a recompenser, which means the Lord will bless you so much so as if you've never lost anything at all. That's the kind of God we serve. We serve a God that redeems us. We serve a God that restores us. We serve a God that transforms our mind and renews our spirit. So be encouraged, beloved. Know that you are not in this fight alone. The Lord is with you. And I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you, that the Lord will lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Know that you are not alone. The Lord is with you. The Lord has good plans for you. Plans to prosper you so that you will live life more abundantly. And if you receive it, say amen. Thank you so much for joining me for Sunday morning devotion on Pratheus Prayer Podcast. I'm Reverend Emily, and until next time, God bless.